Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number 94. Cover date, July 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artists, Kurt Swan and George Klein. Edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring Insect Olsen vs. the Bug Bandits. Writer Unknown, art by George Papp. And The Kid Who Replaced Jimmy Olsen, written by Leo Dorfman, art by Pete Costanza. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go. Welcome to the world of love and laughter, baby. Welcome to the sunshine of a brand new While Superman is away on a mission in space, a criminal mastermind known as the Bug uses giant mechanical insects for a series of crimes. Lana Lang gives Jimmy her biogenetic ring, which she uses to become Insect Queen. Jimmy uses the ring along with a damaged recording of the Bug's plans in an attempt to stop the villain. Meanwhile, when Jimmy gets his own TV show, he gets a swelled head and breaks off his friendship with Superman. But in doing so, the network cancels Jimmy's show, and his attitude causes Perry White to fire him from the Daily planet. Meanwhile, Superman replaces Jimmy with a boy named Josh Oberlin. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Jimmy 
day. Right? We've already had one thunderstorm and there's more to come, Rob. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Wow. How exciting. You know what's very exciting? What? That we're still covered in horrible, terrifying insects. (laughs) They don't hurt us. They terrify me. That's that hurts my psyche. Do they terrify you really? Do yes. They, oh my god. Why? Because they just fly all around and they land on you and they're horrible and they're giant and terrible. They're not awful. They are giant, but they aren't horrible. They can't hurt you. Well, agree to disagree, Rob. <laughs> uh, you know who else has a problem? Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. A serious problem. It is Splitsville. For Olsen and Superman when the Man of Steel rejects Jimmy for the kid who replaced Jimmy Olsen. They're getting D-I-V-O-R-C-E-D. That's what you did to me. Right. Um, and this kid, as we see on the cover, uh, has a fetching little outfit. <laughs> Joe. With his initials. Well, it's J-O. They're his initials. I I'm, it's unfortunate he doesn't actually wear this costume inside the issue itself. Yeah. Um, hey, Bob. Yeah. Can I just tell you uh, about my dream last week? Please do. Well, I dreamt that I was in the middle of an escape of criminals from the Arkham Asylum. Uh, yes. And the song by Tanya Tucker, Tanya Tucker, mm-hmm. called San Antonio Stroll, yeah. was playing in the background. Yeah. It was so wacky. I don't so, know that song. Well, I played it for you. You know, yeah. Um, you want, you don't want me to sing it. Yeah, I do. Uh, the, I don't remember. No, like the, it's just like a little fun little song, and it goes... Um, that old San Antonio stroll. Anyway, it was, was just, it it's just, tied to a novelty dance of the period? You know, the funny thing is, I don't think it... I mean, it was a hit. It was an obvious hit. It was just something from my childhood yeah. that I remember being hearing on the radio. But it was just a... It's a wacky, wacky little song. I don't know why I thought of it, but of course I pulled it up on Spotify right away when I woke sure. up. Yes. So anyway, it was just weird that I, I mean I I don't really cotton to reading uh, comics about the or, or stories about the Joker or any sort of mm-hmm. mentally insane DC criminals, but it was weird that it was in my dreams. Don't you think? I am very proud of you for remembering the name of Gotham's Asylum for the criminally insane. Well, of course. Um. I had a dream. I had a dream. That I worked for some sort of archaeological association. And? And the executive officer died. Yes. And so I was promoted to to director of mummies. Of mummification? Mummification, yes. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited, I wanted to get business cards printed right away. Yes. Executive director of mummification. But then I woke up. Yeah. Also, in the same dream, Jack Black died. Which I have not closely followed his career, but yeah. my sister's friends with him, so I felt bad for her. Yes, of course. Anyway, Jimmy Olsen has been replaced. So but first, yes. he's got to fight this bug bandit. Mm-hmm. So, Rob, stop. Don't touch that fly swatter. This is no insect pest. It's Jimmy Olsen. 
Sure, there have been some changes made in our red-haired hero, thanks to Lana Lang's bio-ring. Some way to give it away. The same one which, years ago in Smallville, turned her into the Insect Queen. Mm -hmm. So now, it's Jimmy doing the insect act to combat the mechanical critters built by the bug in the duel of Insect Olsen versus the Bug Bandits. Yes, here we go. Did you recall that Lana Lang had been Insect Queen in her youth? The strange thing is, yes. Good for you. I did. I'm so happy. Like she was Queen Bee or something. Insect Queen. Insect Queen, okay. Um, yes, remember she went to Africa with uh, Superboy and mm-hmm. her father. Mm-hmm. And they met B-Boy. B-Boy! And uh, Superboy <laughs> promised to return and cure B-Boy, but he never did. So B-Boy yeah. is still crawling around the jungles of Africa, making honey or whatever he does. <laughs> <laughs> But I do remember this story. Yes, I do remember the previous story. Mm-hmm. So proud of you. Thank you. I'm not anyway, completely useless. Superman's off-world uh, on an f- alien planet. Digging trenches. Digging trenches because only a system of huge canals can irrigate crops and save the starving inhabitants of this dying world. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2.2 billion people on Earth don't have access to clean drinking water but you go superman <laughs> whatever the works for planet. you it's not Thank like you. there's a core of green lanterns out in space that can do this <laughs> especially digging trenches that seems right. like pretty pretty easy work for a green lantern yeah a member of the lantern Corps. yes mm-hmm. uh as a result of superman being away back in metropolis cub reporter jimmy olsen has a new assignment he is taking uh well What's happened is that an underground mastermind named The Bug Mm -hmm. has launched a terrific crime wave because Superman's off the planet. Uh, And Jimmy's writing up an article about it. Right. So we've had, uh, apparently, this bug has giant insect robots, like a hornet's stinger, to ambush a blimp carrying gold. (laughs) Or a powerful rhinoceros beetle. To bulldoze down the walls of Jeweler's Stronghold. Or a many-legged centipede to crawl up the penthouse of the Sky High building and rob guests at the Millionaire's Ball. Right. Do you think that um, millionaires actually receive tickets to a ball that say, The Millionaire's Ball? You're welcome to come to. Please join us for the annual annual celebration of The Millionaire's Ball. I work in fundraising some somewhat. And uh-huh. People with money don't necessarily like to be branded as people with money. You know what else they there don't other... <laughs> like to do? What? Uh, go to a public function and take all of their money with them. Right, and then have it being stolen by a giant centipede creature. But I, if this is a world where they're transporting gold via blimp, I guess anything's possible. And leaving international policemen on foreign, foreign planets. planets. Mm-hmm. I guess a planet isn't foreign, is it? It's well, just another planet. Another planet, yes, in our solar system. Uh... So Jimmy finishes typing his story when Lana Lang drops by. Oh, yes. hi, Jimmy. I'm uh, worried. She just taped a new episode for her TV show. You remember that Lana has moved to Metropolis and is a television star. I did not remember that. Uh, I don't actually... Yeah, I think it has been seen before. Because, yes, because Lois Lane had the... When the FBI agent was the temporary editor of the Daily Planet, um, Lois and Lana were fighting for his affections. Van, something or other. Good night, your memory. Remember when Perry White went to Congress? Yes, he was flown in his top in hat his morning and, and morning coat. coat. Yes. Um, flown by Superman on his shoulders. 
What I did not know mm-hmm. or remember was that Lana has made her past as insect queen public knowledge because yes. she's taping a TV show. Right. About it. My Life by Lana Lang. So we get a quick little recap of Lana's origin story when an alien who's crashed on Earth, she rescues him and he gives her this ring that can turn her into any insect, but she can only become. She can't become the same insect twice within 24 hours. Hmm. I don't think I'd want to become an insect of any kind. Well... Or part insect. Beggars can't be choosers. I mean, it would be nice if an alien would crash on Earth and give her a ring that would just give her, like, normal superpowers. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. you got to well, take, take Small your wings where you can, Rob. Exactly. But the, the secret to success in life, Rob... Is? Is just keep saying yes. Just keep That's what Oprah does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bio ring to turn me into an insect? Yes. Yes. So Lana suddenly realizes that if the bug sees her insect queen show, he might want to steal that ring to change himself into insect forms. Mm, that's a bit of a leap. Like when I read that, I, I said, well, I, I read that the top of the, you know that page there. I went, wait a second, why back up? Okay, so she has this insect ring, and she's talking about it with Jimmy. And she said, "Wait, I'm really worried." And then she said, "Remember, I had this ring." And then she says, "You know, the bug he might see this thing about my ring and want it." I'm thinking, "Really? Do you think?" Okay, all right, sure, I'll just go with it. But she says that she's just taped to the show, meaning that it hasn't, it didn't air live. No. But it will. Just pull the show, Lana. Just interview Jimmy or something. And what she's do supposed to do else. with all of her hard work that she's put into her show. Well, she can do it after Superman gets back on Earth oh. and apprehends the bug. Right. And then she can show the show. Right. Anyway, there's a window washer falling. But then what would we, what would we read? Um, well, I'm sure Jimmy's always getting into scrapes. There'd be something else to read about. <laughs> Jimmy figures out how to clean his house while Superman is away. Today no. I'll do the bathroom. <laughs> so the window washer is falling. Mm-hmm. Lana hands the ring to Jimmy because she says, I've already become a spider girl on the show this morning. <laughs> and you I need to become a spider yes, right now. Yes, I can't make the change again today. Can't turn into a fly or another sort of flying insect like a cicada. That could just Wait, fly out the window and, and keep, rescue and rescue him. Well, you know they're very clumsy flyers. Well, I mean this window washer is pretty clumsy because he didn't get his straps fastened properly. That's why he's falling. We know there's a reason for that though, which we'll learn in a moment. <sighs> so Jimmy takes the ring and turns into a spider boy, and quickly spins a web and catches the window washer. Can boy spiders spin webs though? All spiders can spin webs. Are you that. sure? What are you saying? Like only female spiders can spin webs? Yeah. No. Are you sure? Yes. Then why in Charlotte's Web, why is she a girl spider? Because she has to have children. Well, are we sure that male spiders can't have children? Bob. What? Where are you going with this? I don't know. Okay. So the window washer is saved and... Spider-Man shoots webs. He's a man. It's It's in his name. But he's not a spider. Jimmy he was bitten by a spider. Yes, but Jimmy has literally become a spider. Sp- all spiders, He's not just dressed up. All spiders can spin webs. Now, they have different ways of catching prey. They have different ways. They, they, 
all spiders have the ability to release some sort of web, but they all use their webs in different ways. As for instance, it's a spider that will, um, well, it's a jumping spider. What do they do? They, oh God, terrifying. Uh, jumping spiders will, um, at night, they, they suspend from like leaves and tall grass and such and just wait there. And then if there's a prey below, they will, they will pounce on them. Back to bee boy for a minute. Okay. Do male bees make honey? I don't think they uh, do. Make honey? I think the women bees make the honey and the males just deliver it well, to the queen. Uh, right? Uh, well, okay. All bees have specific jobs. And yes. so there's the queen bee and her job is to lay eggs, yeah. right? Yeah. Then there are drones, worker bees, mm-hmm. that they just sort of tend to the eggs and they and they give honey to and, and fill in the eggs uh, within the honeycombs. Yeah. Uh, honeycombs, is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey, yeah. Um, of course, obviously they're called honeycombs because the word honey's in it. Um, so, <laughs> uh, what did you ask? Well, I think... What you, did, what, what, why are you going down this road of gender and, and roles and... and and specific skills and talents. I just want to make sure that the science checks out, all right? I'm pretty sure the science checks out here. All right. Jimmy calls an ambulance. Mm-hmm. The window washer wakes up, and he's not a window washer at all. He's a private investigator. He's like, P.I. He's been trailing the Bugs gang. They caught on and chased him, cornered him on the roof of the next building. And... Uh, Set some trash on fire? Yes. To- I guess to scare him out of, like, I don't know, to, to disorient him. And to get make him, to... him fall off the edge of the building. Good Lord. But he jumps over to the next building. Yeah. And... Uh, sees a window washer. He sees the window washer. He realizes that the crooks will spot him on the next roof unless he makes a getaway. So he decides to just borrow the equipment, still wearing the green suit and white dress shirt. Yeah. And borrows the window washer's equipment, but doesn't secure it fastly. Uh, correctly, and that's how he almost dies, falling down the building. Now, it turns out this fellow is wearing a wire, and he's got lots of information about... He's wearing more than a wire. He's <laughs> like a giant reel of tape. Yeah. Taped to the inside of his of his shirt. Well, that's an old-timey... That's how they did it in the old days. They probably had a backpack. Like, like a cassette player yeah, strapped yeah, to his yeah. chest. Uh... Jimmy gets the tape, and he's going to take advantage of this knowledge and track down the Bugs gang for his story. Of course, there's a small problem, and that is that in the fire and the escape and such that the private investigator um, endured, the tape was damaged. So the clues and the information on the tape are not quite whole and intact. So Jimmy uh, rents... (laughs) A portable tape playback machine. Early oh, he rented. He rented. Rented it. Rented it. Yes. Rented it from the tape rental store, from the electronic equipment rental store. Well, that used to be a... I mean, I'm old enough to remember when that was a big thing. You'd just rent a television or any kind of electronics that you wanted. You're yeah. looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm not. I just hadn't thought about that in a long time. Go down to right. the rent-a-center. Mm-hmm. Just rent whatever you want. So you the, don't think Jimmy Olsen, as a cub reporter, had access to a, a, a tape recorder? That's a fair point. Right? You'd think he would. I, I'm, I'm going to 
we're both, each of us is, is introducing little angles of skepticism into this story, aren't we? We sure are. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that's why he's a cub reporter. Like, maybe you don't get your tape player <laughs> until, until you... you've proven yourself. And... Right. How many years has he been a cub reporter? Uh, what year is it? 1966? Like, at least 20, 25 years. Is he in some sort of universe where he gets a second career, where, where he gets a second life to become an experienced reporter? Um, he's perennial, perennially young. Yes. Perennially a cub reporter. Um, you know, Jimmy Olsen did not originate in the comics. What did he originate on the television show? The radio, Superman radio show. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. The more you learn, Rob, the more you know. Do, 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 do. First crime. Today, armored truck. Nice. Ant. Corner third and oak. Uh, so Jimmy picked out the word ant. The tape sure is damaged, but the word ant is pretty clear, meaning the bug intends to use a mechanical ant this time. So I'll become an ant. Good call, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Now, Jimmy was supposed to take this ring and lock it up, but he's just taken it on his own it's gonna become recognizance. To use some altered powers to solve crimes. Yes. Luckily, Superman's away and Jimmy plays. Jimmy's wearing special stretchable clothing, so <laughs> ring, change me into an ant. Now he's all ready for the <clears throat> bug's mechanical ant to arrive. Unfortunately, that's not at all what's going to happen. The bug has some sort of uh, sliding platform which slides under an armored truck and then turns into grasshopper legs. Nice. That are jumping and jump away. And there's no way an ant can stop that. Um, the bug is robbing the armored car of the Ant Jasmine Pancake Palace. Let's call it Aunt. What? Oh, I guess Ant. Yes, okay. Uh, so, womp, womp, Jimmy mistook the word ant in the damaged tape, A-U-N-T, for Ant, A-N-T. Mm-hmm. And an ant can't run fast enough to catch a jumping grasshopper. I don't know. Ants are pretty fast. But grasshoppers can cover more territory. Well, particularly mechanical grasshoppers, mm -hmm. I suppose. Uh, the grasshopper truck can leap over any barricade the police put up. Mm -hmm. Nothing can stop the robbery of the armored car. But finally, in pursuit, Jimmy uses his ant form to an advantage. He remembers... That the ant form, the ants have enormous strength for their size compared to humans. Mm -hmm. He lifts and tosses giant boulders, uh, like mere pebbles, and he aims for the armored truck. And he is successful in hitting the armored truck and crushing it. But unfortunately, the bug has already escaped with the loot mm -hmm. and probably some pancake batter. <laughs> the police arrive to find that. In addition to robbing all the money, the ant, they think, or the bug, they think, has destroyed the armored car. Mm -hmm. Jimmy is shamed. He does not dare tell the police what actually happened. No. I did it with my ring. Next day, another damaged clue. <laughs> Grab loot at Mammoth Studios <laughs> during party. <laughs> Beetle. He says he's played it six times and clearly heard the word beetle. He bets that the bug intends to use some beetle-like apparatus for his next crime. So, he will fight him by becoming a beetle himself. And he uses his handy little insect guide. Yes. Um, we see a rove beetle, 
a tiger beetle and a gear beetle. I can't see Geary wig? Ground beetle? I don't know what that is. Oh. He says he's bought an insect book along. What beetle should he become? How about the fiercest one? So he'll make himself into a dun, tiger dun, dun, dun. beetle. This is a, a creepy transformation. Right? Because he has mandibles. He it's, kind of looks like uh, Howdy Doody a little bit. Yeah. With a giant mouth. Very creepy. And tiger striped back, of course. Mm-hmm. So the bug arrives at the Mammoth Movie Studios where they are making a science fiction film. Mm-hmm. And what comes out of the truck of the bug is not a beetle at all, but a jet-powered firefly. Mm-hmm. Pilots it over the fence into the private studio party and blinds the security guards and the party guests with his firefly plane thing. He didn't really need to sneak in in the back of a truck because he went over the fence. He could have just flown in. Right. Well, right. Maybe it can't fly very far. So he had to get close to the fence. Maybe. Um, the crowd is gathered to see a preview of a new movie, uh, or specifically a new movie film. Right. And now they're all blind. And the bug is after this film. Is that what they're, they're all there to... Oh, yes, they've been invited to see a preview of the new movie film. Yes, okay. Yes, yes okay. The master film is worth plenty to the studio because no copies have been made yet. This is the unofficial premiere for a special invited audience. And the master is film is The, the Beatles. Beatles. The famous uh, rock and roll group. Mm-hmm. Not the insect at all. So Jimmy's insect eyes can partially resist the blinding light, and he sees that the clue that he misheard was talking about the singing beetles, not insect beetles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bug rejoins his gang, and Jimmy realizes that he is a tiger beetle, meaning that his hide is going to be impervious to bullets. Mm-hmm. So he goes right on ahead and charges the criminals. He's incredibly brave there, taking shots from the criminals and their guns. He can even bite their guns in half with his powerful mandibles. Oh, it's creepy. That's creepy. Knocks over the truck, crushes the firefly plane. Mm-hmm. The bug and his henchmen... <laughs> Duck into the slapstick, slapstick comedy set. Um, helpfully labeled as such, with crates full of exploding cigars, rubber snakes, giant firecrackers, pies, overripe, raw fruit. eggs, overripe fruit. I don't think movies use actual overripe fruit or <laughs> raw eggs. They don't keep sitting don't keep crates of it, and you know, oh. So, uh, Jimmy. Pursues them as Tiger Beetle Boy. Uh huh. They start throwing rotten eggs, overripe fruit, and cream pies mm-hmm. at him. <laughs> uh, and Jimmy, <laughs> in his Tiger Beetle form, cannot resist gobbling up the food because right. beetles are scavengers. Yes. Yes. I'm glad he didn't become a dung beetle. Ah, oh, yes. Because uh, there'd only be one way for the criminals to stop him then. He's a dung beetle. Here, we happen to come into this um, slapstick comedy set. There are barrels full of sewage. <laughs> Grab as much as you can and throw it at him. <laughs> I don't think it would be that easy. Oh. All right, everybody, crouch down. <laughs> and Jimmy's Drop going, your I can't resist it. Busy. He can't resist it. Uh... 
The bio rings effect wears off. Jimmy returns to human form with a tummy ache because he feasted on that horrible mess. Again, thank God he wasn't a dung beetle. Yes. Mm. Next day. Third clue. Crown jewels. Exhibit dome. Midnight. Ladybug. He says, ah, this one's a cinch. What else could it be but ladybug? You think that after two tries at this... He'd wait. He'd wait. He'd yeah. get to the scene of the crime and mm-hmm. see what happens. Meanwhile, at his hideout, the bug puts two and two together when he sees Lana Lang's TV show about the insect queen. And this drawing shows how my biogenic ring changed me to bee girl. Why did they have to make drawings? She already said that she changed into a spider. Because in this person is for the show. For children to what? Read. Hmm? This is written for children to read, and no one actually, you know, wants to take credit for intelligence that can be the, the writer is uncredited okay. i remind you thank you um the bug puts it together that jimmy's got the ring and the bug also puts it together that jimmy probably has that tape that the private eye had yeah so he decides that he's going to put something together to clip his wings yes so uh the crown jewels are on display in a domed exhibit hall with uh, windows high up in the building and uh, 24-hour police guard Mm -hmm. at the door. It's nighttime, we should mention. But Uh, another insect machine is launched. He launches a mechanical fly, which uses the crashes through the skylight, Mm -hmm. attaches itself to the ceiling, lowers a cable hook sort of device and steals all the jewels scoops up the crown jewels holy smoke there goes a million dollars in gems the hapless guard announces suddenly another winged form comes flying onto the scene of course it is jimmy olsen as a ladybug a ladybug ha 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 the bug laughs olsen must have heard only half of lady butterworth's name and thought i said ladybug Okay, boys, aim the spray gun. And they spray a deadly insecticide right, I mean, to completely engulf Jimmy Olsen in, in the insecticide. Um, I was trying to remember this poem. So the bug has a little poem, Ladybug, Ladybug, home you can't fly. You'll breathe in this poison, then flop down and die. Ladybug, Ladybug, fly away home. Your house is on fire, your, your children, children will burn. burn. <laughs> that was it, right? Yeah, or something like that. Uh, ladybug, ladybug, keep on the wing. Capture these crooks and they'll go to sing, sing. <laughs> oh, what? It's Jimmy making up poetry on the, fl- on the fly. <laughs> See what I did there? Nice. <laughs> Jimmy is apparently impervious to the poison. Um, or is he? That's impossible for a ladybug, Olson. How do you do it? It's not Jimmy Olsen at all. In the answer, the insect being unmasks to reveal... It's Supergirl. Special guest star Supergirl, dressed up as Jimmy Olsen. Hi, everybody. I'm Supergirl. (laughs) Because how could Jimmy be a ladybug? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now two witnesses step to the scene from the shadows. Yes. Uh, Lana Lang and Jimmy Olsen reveal themselves. Um... And it's a good thing, too, Jimmy, that Lana heard about the insect boy creeping around town and got in touch with me. 
Yes, I used her biogenetic ring and tried to nab the bug with my insect powers, only I uh, bungled the job. Now, strange. Yes? We are, as readers, aren't supposed to piece this together. We aren't supposed to know that Jimmy heard the tape, heard Ladybug, right? This is on page nine. Right. And that between page nine and page, on the end of the story, page 12, 12, 12. The, oh. the plan has gone out, but the reveal is happening to us as if the three of them are now finally disclosing. It's, exactly we are supposed to believe right. that Jimmy is actually surprised to see Supergirl dressed as him in a ladybug outfit. Are for, we this to, for this to, no, he says, yes, I used her biogenetic ring, right? Yes. And tried to nab the bug with my insect powers only i uh bungled the job right right she says the ring please it goes back to its rightful owner lana and write up the true story jimmy and the whole truth and nothing but right so somehow supergirl learned without jimmy's knowledge that jimmy overheard from the tape that ladybug and knew to dress up as jimmy as a ladybug to get the jewels that are being nabbed from this, like I have that to think knowledge that, that there's a panel missing. That I have to think that Supergirl and Lana got to Jimmy before heading out, so that they knew that he planned to become a ladybug. Well, let's let's agree that that's what happened. <laughs> Otherwise, I smell a rat. Well. I, a Supergirl could have just used uh, her Lexo Time Viewer or something to peer into the future and see what was going to happen. Or else she has telepathic powers we don't know about. I am I trust Supergirl. Okay. You have She's no problems with this? No. I mean, it, I just extrapolate from known data that probably Jimmy was somehow corralled by Lana and made to fess up. Okay. Anyway, the girls get the credit. Jimmy only gets stung. Supergirl, X tree, X tree. Supergirl with Lana Lang's aid squashes the bug crime wave. That's it. That is a nice uh, headline story, though, with byline by Jimmy Olsen. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be a cub reporter for long. Mm-mm. He might even get his own tape recorder. Yes. Now, I wanted to read one of these letters. Oh. I didn't read these. Dear Editor, in a recent issue of Jimmy Olsen, you pictured a group of motorcycling delinquents. All I can say is, thanks for adding to the false image of motorcyclists, of which you are one, not your husband. There are 10 million motorcyclists in North America. A number of them are well known. Don Grady, Steve McQueen, Roger Miller, Johnny Rivers, Dr. Husband, and many others. So you see, we're not all delinquents. I hope you will print this letter to repair the damage done to our reputations. I am enclosing honorary membership cards in our motorcycle club for Jimmy Olsen and Robin. What? Yes. John Kempster of the Blue Diamond Lightweights, Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. My well, goodness. He got, a, he got the apology he was looking for. He sure did. Didn't he? If we implied that all motorcyclists are delinquents... We're happy to set the record straight here and now. We simply used the cycles as props to make the story more interesting, and we're sure Jimmy and Robin will be proud to be the Blue Diamond uh, to be Blue Diamond Lightweights. 
Well, that's something, isn't it? Yeah. Good call, editor. Mm -hmm. Mort Weisinger is the editor here. Now, Rob, Mm -hmm. don't despair. Okay. We have another Jimmy Olsen story. So glad. This one put me to sleep. Literally put me to sleep. (laughs) And in in this sense, I mean literally. I fell asleep while I was reading this. I I know you did because it delayed our recording (laughs) session, didn't it? (laughs) All good things can't last forever. And that goes for the partnership of Superman and Daily Planet reporters Jimmy Olsen. When the Man of Steel's pal begins a new career in TV, he also ends a deep, strong friendship. The next thing you know, Jimmy's doing a solo bit, while Superman teams up with the kid who replaced Jimmy Olsen. Um, This reminded me of last week with Green Lantern when a criminal put together that uh, Tom was always pictured with Green Lantern, Mm -hmm. and so they knew to come after Mm -hmm. Tom. This is exactly why Jimmy has a signal watch. Because he's always with Superman. It's publicly known that they're pals. Right. And people know that that, that he has a signal watch, right? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Actually. Okay. That's a good question, though. Maybe you should write to the editor and find out. (laughs) Isn't the editor actually dead? Yes. Long since. A spectacular publicity campaign hits the town of Metropolis. Jimmy Olsen is coming. Watch for Jimmy Olsen. Coming soon. What? Got all these words. I looked at this page and I was like, oh, I feel sleep coming on. Banners, truck advertising, skywriting even. Olsen's really getting the brass band treatment. He's making Liz Taylor and Dick Burton look like wallflowers. (laughs) Liz Taylor and Dick Burton. I like all the pop culture drop-ins here. Yeah. The Beatles. Mm -hmm. Liz Taylor. What's next? Richard Burton. So, uh, the happy news arrives. The new Jimmy Olsen Adventure Show will be coming to our network soon. Mm-hmm. Here's Jimmy rehearsing a typical scene. He's saving Superman, who's been wounded on a world with a red sun. Superman has no superpowers under a red sun. True. Uh, and here's one of the posters Jimmy designed to promote the show. What a ham! Imagine giving himself top building over Superman. No wonder he doesn't wear a hat. He can't find one large enough to fit that big fat head. Ha uh-huh. ha. That struck me as not odd, but just interesting that it, Jimmy would be called out for not wearing a hat, as most oh. gentlemen of the period did, I suppose. They wear hats, yes. I wish we still wore hats. Well, you can wear a hat anytime you want to. Oh, I can't. I'm, I've got a big fat head. I'm, like Jimmy Olsen? Like Jimmy Olsen. Trust me. I don't wear hats. Hats wear me. No, is that right? Yeah, hats wear me. Is that how it goes? The uh, publicity seems to be going to Jimmy's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's being chased by autograph hounds, but he has no time for such childishness. But you can have these photos of me, which he tosses out the back of the Goodness taxi gracious. Uh, he's moved into a new swanky apartment. Your duplex is ready for you, sir. Do you think that when they say duplex, they really meant like a duplex apartment where it's two apartments? I, they didn't literally mean two separate houses joined by a common wall. Well, I would assume it's an apartment because there's a doorman. Okay. My grandmother's very good friend, Dolores Broden, mm-hmm. lived at the Summit Chase Apartments in <sighs> Grandview Heights, Ohio. Did she indeed? Yes, which was the high rise. You've seen it. Yes, of course. Very swanky address. They mm-hmm. had a doorman named Benny. Wow. A fountain out front. John Glenn lived there. Wow. Yeah. 
when he was a state senator. Mm-hmm. He used to jog down our street, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I always was very jealous of people that lived in Summit Chase apartments. As is human nature often to be jealous one of, of people my you perceive that have things that you don't. Yes. One of my schoolmates lived there with her single mother. Really? Yes. They were so cosmopolitan. Wow. I'm sure her mother was an air hostess or something. <laughs> an air hostess. Um, so oh. an interviewer arrives to interview Jimmy. I see you still have the trophies of all your adventures with Superman. Yes, yawn, but they're starting to bore me now. Um, in bursts uh, someone else who has overheard Olsen being bored with the Superman trophies and offers to buy the whole collection. Nice of him to come in unannounced. Yeah. Now, so much for that bell, that, that doorman. The doorman, yeah. Thanks, Benny. Um, Jimmy recognizes this fellow, however. The criminal known as the collector because he's pulled the biggest bank robberies in history and used his loot to buy up all sorts of famous collections, and Superman never got the goods on him. Uh, no sale, Jimmy says. My TV show pays me all the green stuff I need, and besides, I wouldn't want to hurt Superman's feelings. Duh, Jimmy. Um, suit yourself. But if you ever change your mind, look up my address on this gold-plated business card. <laughs> gold-plated? Yeah. Mm. Now, this is somebody who would go to the millionaire's ball. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Wealth. Yes. Later at the Daily Planet, where Jimmy works as a reporter. Uh, he Jimmy's strolling in at noon for the, to start his work day. Perry White barks at him. 12 o'clock. A fine time to be showing up for work. Big shot. Your girlfriend, Lucy Lane, has been waiting for you all morning. Yes, as you recall, Jimmy's dating Lois's younger sister, Lucy, Lucy who is an air hostess. Um, she looks like him, too. Yeah, she's wearing her stewardess outfit mm-hmm. right there to have lunch with Jimmy. Sorry, Lucy baby, but I'm lunching with my co-star, Sophia Bardot. Call sometime and my secretary will give you an appointment. Nope. He's giving me the brush off for that continental dish. Now... Oh, here come the people to adopt the dog next time. What? Yes. Oh, listener. Oh, next door such neighbors. A, such who a thing have, happened this week. You'll listen up. The next door neighbors who have the, the deaf dog that just stands and barks at people. She's very old. They got a new dog. They adopted a dog from an organization head, headquartered in Alabama. And the dog was brought up by, um, by his son, by our neighbor's son. Um, the idea was that they had this older dog and they thought maybe getting a younger dog, you know, sort of helped them transition as the older dog gets, yes. you know, mm-hmm. well, well, no, they fought and fought two female dogs. Oh my goodness. And the older dog, she just not having it. She no. is not having it. Like when we got Captain Butler. Yes. Remember? Yes. I told the, um, rescue organization that the foster family, they had, um, they had several dogs. Um, from the same litter because yes. they, they had rescued the mother who was sure, pregnant. Sure, sure. And I said, I want the most submissive male dog in the entire litter so that our alpha female will be his boss. Right. And that's it worked out really well. It sure did. It didn't work out for our neighbors. No. Oh, my gosh. I came home from work one time, uh, one day this week. Yeah. And the older dog, she was all like all bloodied, mm-hmm. ear bloodied. She was just hanging outside in the in the yard, mm-hmm. and of course, our neighbor, the the wife is uh, yes, yeah, um, 
I don't know how to say, but um, well, she has MS, so okay, she she's, walks on a walker. Yeah, so I went over to see everything, make sure everything was okay and yeah. everything, and, she, and I helped her. And and but they had to they have to give up the other dog, the new dog for an adoption. So just now, uh, the the another couple, um, a young couple that are they don't have kids. Mm-hmm. They they were the next in line to adopt this dog through the same organization, and they are coming up here right now to meet the dog. What sort of people do they look like? Well, uh, they pulled all the way up into the driveway, oh, but they were well. driving a they were driving a red car like your Prius, not exactly the same Prius, uh-huh. but, but like a, like a Prius. Like so, they're eco friendly. Yes, they do. They are. Yes. Say. I hope they like her. She's a delightful dog, and she's actually she's very 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 friendly and submissive. Like you tell her to sit, she sits. You tell her to down, she goes down. She goes on her belly. It's just a matter of two dogs with the right with the wrong chemistry. Right, 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 yeah. right. Okay, back to the story. Back to the story. Jimmy is out on the town with Sophia Bardo. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Jimmy Olsen fan club is outside. I love this so much. And uh, they have heard that there's some kind of publicity function here, but the cops won't let them inside. They're following my orders, kid. This is a luncheon for TV reporters and big shots. On your way, small time. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. So the Jimmy Olsen fan club proceeds to burn their Jimmy Olsen fan club membership cards. Right there right. on the street. I love it when one of the kids says, hold, hold that light, pal. We'll make it a bonfire. Wow. Wow. All caps. Wow. So meanwhile, inside at the publicity luncheon... The young redhead is pelted by hot queries from reporters. Why do you deserve a TV show? Without Superman to save your neck, you'd be nothing but a big, fat zero. And then he says, so you typewriter jockeys think I'm just a stooge for Soupy, eh? He himself is a reporter, my God. He's calling other reporters typewriter yeah, jockeys. He's a cub reporter. Ooh, that's a cub mistake, isn't it? Also, uh, primarily he's a photographer. I don't know how he even got to write a story under his own byline. Anyway. How to get his own television show. Right. Because I think the TV people thought that Superman was going to be on the show a lot. Okay, sure, sure. So Jimmy challenges the reporters to meet him at 4th and Main tomorrow. And he's going to show you a stunt that'll curl your hair if you had any. Without any caped clown to help me. He calls Superman a caped clown. Yep. Next day, as thousands watch, Jimmy is traversing a tightrope. Do you love what he says? I'm as safe as a pork chop at a vegetarian convention. (laughs) (laughs) He's got one of those balancey poles with giant balls on the ends, which contain hidden gyroscopes, which keep Jimmy perfectly balanced. Um, suddenly the tightrope snaps and Jimmy falls, but at the last moment is saved by Superman. Uh, and Superman flies off without saying a word. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jimmy says, who asked him to butt in? I'd have landed safely on this awning. That super scene stealer horned in on my act because he's afraid my TV show will top his in the ratings. He has no problems whatsoever just, like, trashing Superman. Right. All those years of friendship. Right. He's got a dashing costume here for his tightrope act. He sure does. Shirt unbuttoned down to his navel, a sash around his waist, Mm -hmm. and little, uh, what do you call those 
pants with the hook that goes around your shoe. I don't know. <laughs> Little uh, hook pants. Hook pants. <laughs> shoe hook pants. <laughs> Next day at Niagara Falls. That's a very good drawing of Niagara Falls. It is an excellent drawing of Niagara Falls. We've been to Niagara Falls. We you? sure have. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean, Jimmy Olsen, you're going to go over Niagara Falls in this plastic bubble? Have you popped all your buttons? That's not only dangerous, but it's illegal. Uh-huh. He says, if it scares you, hide your eyes. Yep. I'll prove I can meet death face-to-face and come up grinning without Superman's help. Did you see that thing on uh, Facebook or the Weather Channel? Or maybe it was Gilligan's Island. Uh, a boat was on a place where boats go. <laughs> A reservoir. Okay. But it got too close to the edge, and it was about to go over the edge of the dam. No. Yes. Another boat threw a rope and tried to pull it, and then both of the boats were in danger. Oh, my gosh. Finally, something happened. I don't know. But it was scary looking. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, over he goes. Now, I had hopes that maybe this was secretly a Legion of Superheroes time bubble, and that Jimmy was going to escape at the last minute. No. By traveling through time. No nope. such luck. Nope. Um, he plummets down the falls and gets stuck on uh, a rocky ledge. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been to Niagara Falls. Yes. I doubt very seriously something like this could happen. Well, it couldn't, but th- we find out later how it happened. Okay. So, the Superman arrives, mm-hmm. swims up the falls. Swims. That's what he says, swims, but you know, he could just fly. He's flying. Uh, and saves Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And uh, leading the reporters to think that Jimmy will now be grateful that his life was saved. But he's not. No. Uh, the current would have washed me off the ledge in another minute. Yes, then you would also would have died. Died. But show up at the Metropolis Airport at dawn tomorrow, and I'll give you your own words for breakfast, reporters. I won't need that costume creep around when I stage my next perilous performance. The airport, eh? If Olsen's leaving town, I'll be there as cheerleader. So Superman's gone from a clown to a creep. Olsen's not uh, not being careful with his words at all. No. So Olsen uh, is taking off in a plane. In a flying squirrel outfit. In a flying squirrel. I, did, I thought those were kind of a recent invention. I didn't know... Or maybe this was just made up at the time. It didn't actually exist in real life. Hmm. Uh, Jimmy dives out of the plane without a parachute. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the pilots have been ordered to toss the chute out separately okay. after him. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's got his flying squirrel suit, so he's soaring along. Mm-hmm. And with his split-second timing, he can catch the chute and strap it on long before he hits the ground. There's not a skydiver alive who can top this daredevil stunt. Just then... Jimmy's got some balls, I'll tell you what. A sudden storm comes up uh, and blows the chute away from Jimmy Olsen. Mm-hmm. Meaning he's a dead pigeon. He is a dead pigeon. Then, out of the raging storm, comes Superman. Here, Jimmy, strap it on and pull the ripcord. How many times have I heard that? Mm. Thanks for nothing. I could have snared it by myself. Still, no gratitude. 
None. Um, do you suppose it's their first dog? Well, I don't know. What's I happening can't now? See, I can't. I don't oh, know what's we should pause and go see what's happening. I know, right? We should. Should we go talk to them? I don't know. Oh. Are they outside? Well, probably meeting the dog. Well, we'll find out what happens okay, we'll later. Find out later on. Um, so the reporters now are mocking Jimmy because Superman saved his life again. Mm-hmm. Jimmy angrily says. Don't let that glory grabber con you. I nearly had this shoot when he barged into the act. Wow. Why are you in grace? (laughs) Superman, stand up for yourself. After all I've done for you. I've done plenty for you too, buddy, and don't think I won't tell the world about it. Next night, Jimmy appears on a nationwide TV hookup. Yes. It's time I blew the real jazz about Superman's big brother act. He's had to be pulled out of plenty of tight squeezes himself. I saved him from kryptonite 52 times. I rescued him time and again when he's lost his powers under red suns. He's literally pointing to a chart that tells how many times he's saved him. Jimmy Olsen's rescue record. Saved Superman from kryptonite 52 times. Saved Superman on worlds with red suns 21 times. Saved Superman from... Mr. uh, Mitzias Pitlick's magic 16 times. Saved Superman from super criminals 11 times. Wow. I did more than my share for the team, but I've had it up to here. Superman can pick up the supersonic wristwatch he gave me any time. Let him get another pal. Wow, I just remembered how much more of the story there is. <laughs> right? It just goes on and on and on. Next day, well, maybe it's the same broadcast. Superman gets equal time. That's when we had a fairness doctrine in this country. <laughs> we had to get equal time to both sides. Jimmy was once my friend, so I won't insult him as he did me. However, now that our team has split up, I'm announcing a national contest to find a new pal. Great! I'm going to enter! As the coast-to-coast competition begins... And for designing the remote-controlled model of a solar system, Seymour Stagg wins the science competition semifinals. I wonder if he's related Related to to Simon Simon Stagg, Stagg, right? I didn't remember who Simon Stagg was, but I remember the name Simon Stagg. Now, Rob, intelligence is not the only qualification. Mm -hmm. The candidates must compete in feats of strength and endurance. By pulling that truck, Josh Oberlin wins the muscle contest for this area. And at last, the victor is announced, presenting the winner and my new pal, Josh Oberlin. (laughs) Now let's show him your truck-towing stunt, Josh. (laughs) He's a redhead, just like Jimmy Olsen, and he has the same initials, too. What a coincidence. (laughs) See the cover for the scene. Oh, he is wearing the costume. He is. The J.O. costume. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Superman has given Josh an official uniform. He will live at my fortress for a while where I'll train him personally. Nothing creepy about that. not, no, no, uh, not one bit. Not, no. Mm. Why didn't he ever make Jimmy a special costume? Right? Now that, I would be, I mean, Jimmy deserves it, but Yeah. 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 Um, maybe it's like, uh, Superman is just trying to teach Jimmy a lesson. Like the time. When you auditioned for one show, and when the children didn't show up to audition because they weren't fond of the show, you said, okay, I'm just going to do this much cooler show that you'd all want to do. But since you didn't audition, you're not in it. And <laughs> we cast only the people that auditioned for the yep. show. Everybody was so angry. Well. They should have been. They learned their lesson, they didn't did they? They did learn their lesson. Now, the collector has come. 
Oh, no, that's not the collector. That's a television executive. <laughs> Sorry. All the old men in this comic look the same. Right. Oh, by the way, Jimmy gets fired from uh, the Daily Planet, and his job has been offered to Josh Oberlin. What's happening Prime. now? Oh, Amazon Prime. Oh, they're driving by. We don't, we don't want Do we have anything? No. no. Okay. Um, well, well, you're doing twitchy curtains with me today, aren't you? I sure am. <laughs> and we don't even have curtains in here. No. Okay, so um, for, so for Jimmy gets fired from his job. Yes. And then, so Jimmy's you know kind of down on his luck. He's lost his best friend. Yes. Been replaced by a guy with the same initials. Looks like him, but is much, much stronger. And yes. has his own outfit. He's been fired from his job. And now, what's Actually, happening with the TP? TV executive. Doesn't really, I mean, Josh Oberlin is much more handsome than Jimmy. Oh, absolutely. But... Much better hair okay. also. Right. Uh, anyway, fine, fire me. Uh, being a cub reporter was cramping my style as a big TV star. Well, that's what Jimmy thinks. Mm -hmm. Because inside the studio, uh, a television executive is announcing that now that you've split with Superman, we've been swamped with mail demanding that we drop your show. Oh my and the gosh. sponsor has pulled out. Well, that means there's no money for the show. Right. Without, Without Superman, you have no audience appeal. Your contract's only good for confetti now. And he rips up his contract. Just to prove his point, he literally wow. turns his contract into confetti. Oh, poor Jimmy. Jimmy's fortunes have hit rock bottom. His so money's all gone, he, and everyone treats him like public heel number one, which he brought on yes. all himself. Yes. Thank you. So he uh, picks up that gold-plated business card from the collector. And God, gets in touch. And the story continues. Uh, the collector uh, welcomes Jimmy to his palatial compound. Literally, which is literally a castle. It's literally a palace. It's a fortress, yes. A citadel of crime. The stone walls are lined with lead to keep Superman from spying on him, and they're soundproofed by a special technique that his super hearing can't pierce. Clever. Not even Superman's X-ray vision can penetrate lead. That's why he could never get the goods on you, Collector. Yeah. Holy eardrum. There's a terrible clanging noise. Because there's a photo cell alarm system that detects any electronic device being sneaked into my citadel. Oh, dear. What's my, Jimmy tried to get away I with? I don't know. My boys will have to search you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, does it ever say what Jimmy was carrying? Yeah, he says, sorry, Jimmy. Um, oh. Sorry, Olsen. It, it was this communicator I had in my pocket which triggered the alarm. Oh, the, the collector, he, the collector had. Okay, okay, okay. All right. You'd think he would have remembered that. Who, me? No, the you'd think the collector would have remembered that he had an electronic device in his own uh, pocket that would set off the you alarms. You'd think so. Maybe he doesn't walk outside of his fortress very often. Um, sure he does. I don't know. I'm so Jimmy you. agrees to sell all of his trophies to the collector for $1 million. Wow. Now I can live like a king without any junk around to remind me of that fink Superman. Well, in fairness, it is 1966. That $1 million would go a long way. In 1966, you bet yeah. it would. Um, not... A single electronic gadget. What do you? Doing? I'm sorry. I'm. I jumped ahead of myself. Okay. The henchmen of the collector are searching all of the souvenirs to make sure they're not bugged. Right. 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 Anti gravity uh, rocks, stun guns, silent explosives. That dope sold you plenty of gadgets we can use in our crime capers. But the best gimmick of all is this sensor jewel with which I can read anyone's mind. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, Woik. It has worked. It on has you, worked. You rat. Yep. Mm -hmm. One of the henchmen has been swiping things from the collection to pawn for cash. B -b -b boss, B -b -b 
Please don't do nothing drastic. I'll never steal from you again. Anyway, with my telepathic jewel, I can now read the mind of every banker in the country and get the combination of the every vault. Then I'll transfer the loot, loot to my secret lead vault. The sensor will help me locate the finest Rembrandts and Picassos to add to his secret gallery of art treasures he's bought with the bank loot. Now, yes, having the treasures, the yeah. art treasures, yeah. is... I mean, I guess it's good to have them if you're going, but you need to sell them in order to to realize the actual value of them. Possessing them doesn't mean that doesn't make, it can actually make you rich. Well, maybe he just gets off on just having the things because he's also simultaneously robbing banks. Yeah, I mean, isn't the whole idea about being an art collector that the value is not necessarily in procuring them, but in holding on to them until you sell them? Yes, but uh, I guess I guess I guess if you have a lot of money and actually having really really fine art is in itself a valuable use of one's resources. And I mean, certainly he could sell it on the black market, of course, as art thieves continue to do today. I'm sorry, I took us down that. It's uh, quite it's, all right. We have a few original works of art, and we take great pleasure in. Yes. Yes. He's also going to tap the brains of the world's richest millionaires to learn where they've hidden their gems, and then he will add them to his jewel collection. But just then, crash. crash. Superman. Superman. Uh, Superman arrives. He has a search warrant. Good for you, Superman. <laughs> and I knew your secret vaults were open. How did you know, Superman? Because my citadel is lead-lined and soundproof. No electronic bug can be planted in here. How do you know when to barge in? <laughs> you told me. Surprise! Uh -huh. These sensor jewels come in pairs. They both operate on the same telepathic wavelength. When you were boasting about your plans, I was mentally tuned in on you through this second sensor. Ha-ha. <laughs> Punk. So he uh, learned where... The collector was hiding his stolen loot. He, as we've just seen, crashed in and apprehended the collector. And soon at police headquarters, guess what? What? The whole Jimmy Superman feud was a big farce, which Jimmy and Superman planned in order to apprehend the collector. Right. We knew their friendship couldn't be destroyed. Mm -hmm. By a silly old TV Even show. Even the TV show was a was a fake. Yeah, that's an elaborate, elaborate scheme to go through to catch a criminal. Yes, but it worked. Um, and look, he's saved as a souvenir of one of his publicity posters, and I guess he does have a costume—a little red leotard with white gloves and red boots. It's the Jimmy Olsen show. Right. So, well, no, I'm not sure the show was fake because he says that the publicity campaign for my TV show swelled my head for a while, but it, I deflated fast when the collector made me his proposition. Oh, okay, let's go through this. Okay, so. He took being a star like a pig takes to mud, but my first loyalty was to Superman. Yep. So, the collector wants to buy my super souvenirs, eh? This could be a chance to get the goods on the crime kingpin. I'll call Superman with my signal watch. So, Superman, he and Superman planned the whole thing from the Daredevil stunts yeah. 
to um, Superman freeze the water around the, the plastic bubble on the Niagara Falls. Excuse me, he froze the water, um, creating a safe place for Jimmy to land. He also blew the storm toward Jimmy. Like, all this stuff was stuff that they had planned. Right. I mean, God, I have to admire Jimmy's gone. He put his life in jeopardy. He knew Superman would help him, but he put his life in jeopardy. I mean, seri- at serious risk. Yeah. Also, he's given up his dreams of being a TV star. Yeah. Just to help Superman with the collector. Yeah. But Josh Oberlin made a sacrifice too. After all, he expected to be my new pal. But I explained everything to him after the selection. I promised to make him your substitute whenever you're not around to help me out. I'm giddy with the idea that there is a whole core of substitute Jamielsons, <laughs> like the Green Lantern Corps. So if one of them gets taken out, like John Stewart and Guy Gardner, if Hal Jordan is knocked unconscious, right. one of the other ones steps up. Right. So if, if Jimmy Olsen ever gets knocked out, there's a whole core of substitute Jimmy Olsons. Yes. Ready to, to jump into... And to be Superman's friend. Yes. <laughs> ready to jump into action. Um, what if we had What if we had standby friends? <laughs> what if we had just like friends that are always on call? Like yeah. stand, Like not, you know, like you never talk to them. Right. And then Unless, a friend moves away, right, and right, you right. call him up and like, "Hey, um, my buddy just moved away. We're we're now friends." Oh, great! <laughs> you'd have. I've been be, waiting for this call. Yeah, you'd have to be. Actually, I, I can think of like three people off the top of my head that would be delighted to get a call like that. But I'm not going to name names. Okay. No one listening to this show. No one listening to this show. Um. Well, Josh it has presence of mind enough to know that the Superman Olsen team will be together until the Atlantic turns into a desert. So he's not ever going to get that call. That's Josh's way of saying, you know, um, thanks, but uh, I think I can make some friends of my own. Like, also, Superman, why can't you just all be friends? Why can't you have three friends in your friend group? Maybe Jimmy and, and, and Superman are so, so close as friends. Jimmy's never lived at the Fortress of Solitude. Jimmy knows that Superman is actually Clark Kent, right? No. How can they be such close friends and he doesn't know that? Because Superman wears glasses as Clark Kent, which fools the entire world. God, we're all idiots. You know my secret dream, how I would have written it. Is that like... Like I would have had Superman reveal his identity to Lois and uh-huh. she'd be like, no shit, Sherlock, I'm an investigative reporter, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Maybe that's why Jimmy's still a cub reporter. <laughs> <laughs> he he hasn't earned the hasn't right. Put to it, dude. No, again. no. All right. Um, well, I quite liked this second story. I did too. It did I go on, it. yeah, and on and on. Um, I tried to investigate to see if Josh Oberlin ever appeared again, and he did not. Oh well, I think, like I said, I think Josh was just sort of saying, "Yeah, you guys are gonna be friends forever," and it was just a nice way of saying, "Yeah, yeah, I, I can make friends." <laughs> Did you see me pulling a truck with my teeth? I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Unless he befriended some other hero. Yeah, like uh, The Flash. Yes, or uh, uh, Hawkman. Or Wonder Woman. Yeah, no. Why? She wouldn't have a male friend. Oh. She's only room for one man in her life, and that's Colonel Steve Trevor. Maybe he befriended someone in the Marvel Universe. Oh. Could be. Mm-hmm. 
Captain America or Iron Man. Black Lightning? That's, That's DC. DC. I knew Idiot. it as soon as that came out of my mouth. Uh, well, anything to add? No, this has been fun. Thank you. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for pausing the recording to, to indulge me for my nap. Oh, the you're welcome. are still talking with the people. Oh, we I better get down there and see what's happening. You right. can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can find us right back here probably next week. Right. So. Thank you. Oh, and you can find out our husband on his own podcast, Liberally Speaking. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Bye.